When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your weekly Monday happy hour. They are the wives, and this is the Wives of Wrestling podcast. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Use promo code WIVES and save 5% off your order. I, of course, am John Alba, and this is episode three of the Wives of Fucking Wrestling podcast. What is going on, everyone? I'll even give myself. You better put it right, right in right now. Because it's our swear jar. That's how we do I'm things not- here on the Wise of Wrestling. Giovanna Angle, Kim Orton, what hey, is up, ladies? Hey, hey, hey. hey. I'm hey. feeling a little under the weather today. Yeah, under the weather. You got your sweater weather, weather over there? I got my sweater on. Sweater weather. Yeah, it's cold and nasty, and we had an ice storm, and the kids have been home for two days, and they are off Monday, and so help me. And now Giovanna is <laughs> getting my weather, so it's awesome. <laughs> I'm not Thanks, the only Kim. one. Thanks, Ivana, you don't you don't have the sweater weather quite yet. You don't got the sweater on. No, I don't. It's hot as shit in here. Well, it's cold outside, but my husband cranks up the freaking heat, so I'm like dying right now. That's because Kurt always oh, has to wear his nice. tank top because he always has to be prepared. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, right now, as we tape this, uh, your husband, Mrs. Orden, is in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. He, um, he is not. Oh, he's not. He he didn't make he's the trip not. to Saudi Arabia. No. Okay, so he lucked out. So he's yeah. he's he's enjoying yeah. the sweater weather with you. He's babysitting for me right now. Okay, <laughs> I love the sound of that. I I thought yeah. he was going to Saudi, so he lucked out. That means it's a family affair at the Orin household, which is a temporary household, and that will be the theme <sighs> of our episode today. But before yes. we get into any of that, ladies, uh, episode three here as we tape it. This is our first time taping an episode after the first episode has dropped. So what has the feed like, feedback been like for you guys? I have gotten a lot of text from friends uh, laughing about the first episode. And now they were like, I can't believe you fucking talked about how we drank 40s in the school. <laughs> Drinking 40s. I'm like, well, yeah, I go, you know, um, bad influence and i'm lucky uh that my children don't like me enough to listen <laughs> but <laughs> i don't want to be a bad influence on them but uh a lot of really good feedback my my mother was proud of me Aww. because she said i sound like myself there you go like sweater you know like the words like sweater weather and that's exactly what I said to you guys. You just need to be your authentic selves. Be you. Everyone's going to fall in love with you. I'm not surprised at all. all. All my family and friends that have listened are so endeared by you, too. And it's hard not to see why. Gee, uh, what's the feedback you've gotten been like? You know, it's so funny. They either said 
Kim, they love the way she talks. She's like, where is she from? I was like, well, if you listen to the podcast, really, <laughs> you know that she, where she's from. And then they said, oh, John, uh, his voice compared to his face, he's, he, I mean, like, I wasn't expecting, he's a cutie. And there I was like, go. oh my God, what about me, guys? <laughs> so, yeah, John, you got somebody. My mother loves you, John. I, I've heard. Uh, yes. This is me. Right now, I'm doing the Brooklyn Orn poses, you know, just yeah. uh... <laughs> pretty pose, the pretty pose. My mother, um, when she saw the YouTube, she goes, Oh, I wasn't expecting him to look like that. She goes, Kim, he's a cutie. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. Ooh, I'm gonna tell him. Well, just so is. everybody knows. Yeah. She goes, I'm old. Oh. I can see yeah, that. He's, he's very single. So as Yes. So my mom said that she loves when Giovanna plays with her hair when she's telling a story. Oh, so oh, yeah. Do you know how many she times loves. my sister says, even when we did yeah. the, um, the thing with the Rick, the thing, the my sister too. screenshot it and sent it to me while we were up there. And she says, stop playing with hair. And I'm like, I fucking can't help it. No, no there's nothing yeah, wrong with it. I mean, the thing. only thing that's wrong with it is that you just swore. So you're going to get another beat in the square <laughs> jar. But, I have um, to have something to play with. You know, those little popper things, oh, like yeah. it's like a little yeah. bubble things. Mm -hmm. I it's either my hair or I play with my kids like little things. <laughs> I have to play with something. I'm digging your curly hair, by the way. Yes, I like yes. it. I like, I it, like curly. it too. I don't know if I've ever seen your hair curly. I did it once in the past few years. My hair was really curly, but it's so cute because Juliana's hair is very curly. And when she saw my hair like this, she was like, "Mom." We're the same. And I was like, oh, I keep forgetting because our hair is so different compared to everybody mm -hmm. else's. But, oh, you like it? Thanks. I do. I do. I'd fall asleep with the braids for it to look like. <laughs> it's so. very Moana. I like it, too. Oh, we got a visitor, huh? Who's that, My Kim? My dog, Spike, come here. My dog. So we moved. We had to move out of our house. And... My spike is stressing out so bad about it. We are, we are renovating. Mm -hmm. And um, so we had to move out for like three months. So we rented an Airbnb house. And my dogs don't have a fenced in yard here. Mm. And they're used to having, um, they have an electric fence collar. So they can, you know, just they roam. Yeah, yeah, they roam. They chase deer and shit. But here, they don't have anywhere. So I have to walk them on a leash. And they're not used to There's Like, we have neighbors that are closer to us. And little dogs barking and stuff. So my oh. like, he just sits by either the window or by the door in the kitchen and just cries. He's like, mm -hmm, crying. And I'm like, Spike, please. <laughs> enough. I get it. But enough. How's the not doing? Oh, she don't care. She she <laughs> she's one of those big, dumb, beautiful dogs. She's just <laughs> she's the sweetest thing in the world. But I think um, she might be working with like half a brain. Mm. <laughs> she's so sweet. She's I, I can't wait till dog. we do an episode on our pets because that's going to be a fun one. That's going to be yeah. Oh my god, the story of how they got freaking spike. He's a little my little yeah. Giovanna and I had a little it. conversation about dogs the other day on the phone, so mm. it'll be a lot of fun. I just want to hear Kim say dogs like seventy dogs. times on an episode, dogs. and that'll be good. So, uh, but you mentioned you mentioned moving, and that is the yeah. theme of our episode because life changes happen to all of us, right? And I just went through a move. You're going through a temporary move. Giovanna perpetually wants to move. So there's, <laughs> there's a lot to, 
nibble on here on episode three of the wives of wrestling podcast and as you've been paying attention here we have our nifty swear jar which we've been already off to the races on i'm very excited <laughs> giovanna you're in the lead with three already so that again anytime somebody curses we we get a color-coded bead that goes into their respective swear jar count and so Giovanna's green, I am orange, and Kim is blue. So with the swear jar, that means we're having an opening toast as we do every single episode here on the Wives of Wrestling. And our own Giovanna Angle has requested to do this opening toast. But before we do that, I must ask, what are we drinking today? Uh, G, what do we got? I got Terramana. More tequila. Okay. Oh, tequila. I have How about that you, too. Kimmy. Not, I didn't do that today. I'm going Casamigo. Casamigo. Mm. Yeah, some George Clooney. Okay. I'm trying to be classy this week. I got a little glass of Pinot Grigio. And I'll take Fancy, a nice big sip. It's that Italian blood, you know. Yeah. We got to get you drinking some wine. You were saying before that you don't drink. So we got to get you on that. I, I, it does something to me. It's the, the red it gives me a headache, and I don't know well, this why. This is white. How to do that? Yeah, I know. I wonder if the organic, if that's true, because hmm. of the sulfates and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. It is. It gives you a headache. Well, I know me anyway. anyway. All right, Giovanna, what's our opening toast? That's the... So I'm, tr- I'm gonna make it special. Okay. Because this week was up and down. Um. Um. For those who are listening, I was recently in this horrible car accident, and this toast is to my my two little guidos over here. Um, <laughs> while um, at the accident, I actually I called Kurt and I told him what was happening, and stupid me, I contacted my sisters and because I was on my way to see my sister and I told her I was like hey I'm not gonna see you and drop this thing off to you and um (laughs) stupid enough they I forgot Italian Mexican family the whole family knew five minutes later so I was like oh my god that's the last thing I knew I needed to deal with um so I second thing I thought about was Kim and John I was we were supposed to do this episode an hour after and I was like, crap, I texted Kim and I texted John and I said, hey, can't do the episode. I just got an accident. But I forgot the Italian in them <laughs> started texting and calling me also. <laughs> so I, whenever I came home, I looked through my phone and I saw texts from my family and then I saw texts from Ken, um, Kim and John and it made me realize how fucking lucky I am mm. to have these two people in my life. Oh, these friends right. are my family. That's right. That's and right. it made me so lucky at that moment. You know, a, a situation like that could put me in such a depression so fast. And in just an amount of days, they just kept texting me. They called me, making sure I was okay. And that meant the fucking world. And I just want to say these, this toast is to old and new friends. Um, I love you guys. Are you really counting the swear jar while I'm making a sentimental? <laughs> Another one. Which, John, hey, just said, are hey. you fucking kidding me right now? That's two. Two. <laughs> two more. 
Hey, and listen. That's why I love you, asshole. <laughs> that's, that's 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 right. We listen. love you. Oh, if, thank if you. We're family. We're friends. If we're family, we gotta we gotta shit all over each other, right? Exactly. And I am that's why I want to, okay, the toast is fucking over. Fuck my life. Can we see where you go? <laughs> I, I love you guys. Thank you. I love you too. I love and you guys as well. You guys you, are the best. You know that. Yeah. You guys are the best. Cheers <laughs> to both of you. Mm. No, but really, I mean we we were so Giovanna Juicy. I, I immediately afterwards I called Kim. I was like, oh my God, we gotta like make sure she's good. We gotta check in on her. And uh, we are so happy that you are okay. And you guys are my peeps. We, yeah. We, we love showed you. it. Well, we you scared it. me and I just I called Kurt. <laughs> she's called You're Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, is she okay? Just just make her do nothing. I was like, just make her watch some TV and not think and just chill out and relax. But that meant so much to me. You guys have no idea. That really did. That's scary. I get it. When when you have people there for you, it's it's everything. I mean, you guys have both been there for me too through stuff. So I I appreciate. Pops you right out of whatever funk you're kind of going through at that second. You know, when you know people give a shit. (laughs) It felt it was was awesome. Thank you guys. Really appreciate. Oh, I love you, and you're good. And you get to get a new car. And I get a, you get a new car. <laughs> I'm glad that everybody was okay. So it yeah. just, yeah, that's all that the, matters. The car shit okay. that I just went through, I, I hope to oh hell that you don't gosh. have to worry about anything like that. So fingers crossed for you there. Uh, we are off to the races on this week, and I can't wait. This is good <laughs> right now. I'll give you a little update here. We are at um, eight for Giovanna. We are at four for Kim and we're at four for me. So wow. uh, we are off to the races before we even started talking about our topic. Let's get into it. Why don't we? Uh, Kimmy, you are on the move. <laughs> you, you, you gave us some of the details last week where you were saying how uh, there's some renovation going on because you kind of wanted to start fresh on the lower floor. And now it's turned into yeah. the whole thing. But moving is something that everyone goes through at different parts in their life. And it can come with a lot of baggage. It can come with a lot of emotion. Uh, sometimes it's just straight up a pain in the ass, yeah. <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah. So. It, I, and, it, and that's exactly what it has been. It went from like super exciting, right? So we started with let's do the kitchen. And mm-hmm. you both know that's the heart of the house, right? Your kitchen. Sure. And. That's where everyone hangs out in my house. And my kitchen felt kind of like closed in. So for a while, I've been wanting to redo it. And Randy has been dead set against not doing it because he hates any kind of construction. He don't want people in our house. He, you know, shit like that. So he's kind of been fighting me on it. But finally, I got him to give in and renovate the kitchen. So that has been a whole process because going from renovating the kitchen, now we're doing all of the floors on the first floor. We're doing my bathroom. We're doing like everything on the first floor. So we had to move out for three months. And I'm crossing my fingers that that's all it's going to be is three months because you know how that shit goes. It's like, oh, we'll tell you two, three months and then it turns into four or five. And I need to be home for the summer for my pool. 
So <laughs> I'm going to be there every other day before the angles become too. That's right. And, and they're coming. And John, you should yeah, come too. When am I coming? Yeah. I was going to say, where's my invite? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Listen, I need to, I got to grace someone with my dad bod. Like someone's <laughs> presence got to get that. Like I got to be standing next to Kurt Angle, Randy Orton. And then here's. You know. Oh, that would be great. That would be a great picture. Oh. And and you know, <laughs> you know what too? Like you can hang out. My cousin Anthony goes out around okay. here, and nice. he'll totally take you out. Well, you're coming too. He's, he's a male whore, so you can have a good time with him. Oh, so yeah, nice. yeah. Let's but, do it. But anyway, forget all that, right? So moving <laughs> is a fucking son of a bitch. So I had a. So we had to get movers and we had to start going through, you know, we're purging now, which is fun, right? Because you're just getting rid of a lot of shit that you don't need. But then it's also, it's like, it turns into like, you're moving completely out of your house and moving to a different place. Cause now you start going through every floor and you're going through unfinished basements and you're going through old boxes and all of that. Right. So it's kind of been torture, but we moved into this Airbnb. My dogs are stressing out about it. They don't have their yard. I'm trying to like take them back and forth from the old house to this house. And it's just not been fun. I can't find clothes. And like everything is unpacked here for my kids are all set up and my kitchen set up. But like my shit is literally still in boxes in this bedroom. But I, I guess like, even though it's a temporary move, it takes a lot to physically get yourself to that place yeah. and mentally too, yeah. to actually follow through with something like that. Like, you, and, and I do want to talk about this in a second, like you moving your entire life out to Missouri, whereas like Giovanna, yeah. you've, more or less, if I'm not mistaken, pretty much lived in the same general area for most of your life, right? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's crazy because we are Pittsburghers, 412. Um, it, it's just so hard. Like, our whole family's here. And that's the only thing that is stopping us. And also, the education here is so uh, phenomenal. But we moved from our house to this house. Just temp This is supposed to be a temporary house. And... It's been our house for years because we still don't know what to do. You know, Kurt's body would be great in warm weather, but it's like it's our home. It's our family mm -hmm. and our kids now are at the age where they're getting friends and it's like messing with me. You know, it, it's breaking my heart if I take them away from their friends. So um, so we're, but now we're looking for a house. And the, of course, when we look for a house, there's nothing on the fucking market. It's so crazy. So everybody's like, why don't you build? But it's like, build where? There's nothing. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so convenient. Everything, everybody wants to live in this area because we have everything. The airport's like 12 fucking minutes away. And you know, we have There's a house across the street for me for two oh, fucking years. <laughs> I've been telling this girl, come move in. You don't gotta do nothing. It got the pool, you got everything you need. But we get your weather the day after. So that doesn't help us with the weather. No. Well, I mean, we were talking with Renee Paquette. We were talking with Renee Paquette. And you both mentioned yeah. even like buying plots of land in Florida at different points yeah. too. So Yeah. See? See, Kim? You didn't pull through on that one. Oh, I we did. We bought it. 
And then hey, so it. It. By the way, special shout out to Renee Paquette for uh, having you guys on the I sessions. I love her. Yeah. Oh my God, Renee, thank you for having us on. She's like, she's one of the first girls that I ever met in WWE. And I thought she was the coolest fucking thing in the world. She's just so chill and always has something to say and so quick. And yeah, Renee's awesome. Renee is good people. She's awesome. She, yes, she, she was is. great. You guys were great with her. Go check out that interview on her podcast if you haven't yet. Lots of good stuff there. But so you've pretty much stayed where you are, Giovanna. <laughs> Kim, Kim, you've done one big move in your life, more or less. I know you were a Brooklyn girl, then you moved upstate, but like one big move across the country. I have moved multiple times, big moves, all since the age of 18, more or less. Oh, wow. I grew, I grew up in Jersey. I went to school in Connecticut, which, like, say what you want. They're only a few states apart, but they're very different, extremely different. Um, then at 22 years old, I moved up to Bangor, Maine, Bumblefuck, to take on my broadcast career. It's where Stephen King's from. But oh, wow. population 33,000 in a state with a population of, of just over a million and a half people um, where everything closes at eight o'clock p.m. And for someone like me, it's an enormous, enormous culture shock for not just that, but small town living is so different than anything like what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. So I did three years there. It's winter from October through May there. You know, you're dealing with snow every single day. And then culture shock went down to orlando for three and a half years oh wow what a difference how'd you like orlando so i loved living in orlando i did not like florida but i loved Mm. orlando if that makes sense Hmm. they're very different like orlando orlando's a total metropolis it's super convenient there's a million things to do young people i worked downtown so it was a cool area but florida itself just wasn't really my vibe you like especially once you get outside of orlando like it it reminded me a lot of like the super super small town areas of maine where just Mm -hmm. culture's just different and like there's nothing wrong with the culture it just wasn't my vibe at all um and so it, it was nice having winters where, you know, like the high was like 65. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but See, so now, snow. well, so now for the first time in more than 10 years, I'm back in Jersey near family for the first time. Mm. And because that was one thing that was so difficult for me. I was so far from my family, wherever I was. Mm. I was so far from them. So now that I have a chance to live near them, I'm, I'm taking advantage of that. But it's been a big adjustment for me. And moving has, it's it's such a, mentally taxing thing i remember really is when i pulled out of my apartment for the last time in orlando i i just all the emotions kind of hit me really really hard at once because you're thinking about all the things you're leaving behind you're thinking about the things that are ahead of you and it's really overwhelming have either of you guys ever experienced a feeling like that you know i did moving to missouri my whole family lived by me um, in New York, and we kind of all just grew up together, all my cousins, aunts. It was like, you know, weekend. That was like a normal weekend was mm-hmm. being with your family. It was like Sunday sauce. And, <laughs> yeah. and you have, yeah, it's like, you know, you'll, you'll see this one, that one, or you'll have a barbecue, and then this cousin and that cousin and their kids will come over. And then, um, you know, I took my kids out of all of that. And one thing I will say, Giovanna, if... I think if you move, try to do it while the kids are younger. I know. 
Yeah, because once they get into like uh, middle school, high school, mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot a harder. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah, it's going to be a lot harder for them. So, uh, Michael was in middle school when we moved here, uh, but I don't he know. Gets they, along. they adjusted. Yeah, yeah, they adjusted really well. Thank God. Thank God. Um, but. Yeah, it's it's really difficult to pick up and move, especially like I did from New York to Missouri. And the only person that I knew here was Randy, mm-hmm. his mom, his dad, his sister, his brother. That was it. Let me let me ask you, was it like a no doubter for you that like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm doing this kind of thing? Or did you really have to convince yourself? Um. So, gosh. So I wanted nothing more than to, and at the time when I moved here, we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was right before we moved, he proposed. And so, so that made it a little bit easier because it's like, okay, like I'm going to have a life here with this man, you know what I mean? And we're going to be a family. Uh, I think it would have been more difficult if we were just dating and it was boyfriend, girlfriend, and we didn't have the commitment. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have been not so afraid for me, but more uh, afraid for my kids. You know what I mean? Like I, it's just, it's a scary thing to move and pick up. But although I have recruited my family here already, (laughs) I lived deep. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird because we kind of follow each other as we go. Like we all lived in Brooklyn, right? And then everyone started moving to like Queens and then everyone started moving to Queens. And Mm -hmm. then uh, my mom moved upstate and then we all started to migrate upstate and like her sisters and my cousins and everybody. And then we moved to Missouri and I remember being pregnant with Brooklyn and uh, you know, my mother was always on top of my kids. And when I moved up here, I was like, ma, you're going to be Brooklyn's other grandma. Now she's going to call you grandma Michelle and not just grandma. And she was like, no, she's not. And that (laughs) made her move here. She was like, I am grandma. I am grandma. So she moved here. She had to convince my stepdad to move here. And thank God she did. Because I don't know what I would do without my mother. Um, They moved up here. And then my aunt Donna moved up here. And my cousin Anthony moved up here. And we're always trying to recruit people. So it hasn't been terrible. And the people around here are awesome and nice. And I don't know. There are a lot of responsibilities that come with being an adult. It's not easy working 12-hour days, picking up kids from school, cooking dinner, budgeting, yuck. None of this is fun, right? But we're adults, so we should be able to have fun when we want to. And yeah, I'm talking about the kind of fun that goes down after the kids go to bed, the lights go down, your man is gearing up, ready to go, and that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it comes in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Now, if you're like the wives, your husband or boyfriend or boy toy, I'm not sitting here judging you, trust me, 
Well, they may be on the road all the time. They're tired. They don't want to do anything once they get back. Nah. Because it's time to replace the three eyes with one. Intercourse. And if you're a guy hearing this, trust me, the process is incredibly easy. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And all those uh, confidence issues, well, those will soon go away. The best part is it's all done online. You don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And you can spend all your free time pouring out a nice glass of wine, getting yourself in the mood and ready to go for some sparks. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Gents, that thing is going to surprise you like an RKO out of nowhere. Kurt Angle may have won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck, but trust me, you're not going to win one with a broken freaking dick. Oh, it's true, it's true, and you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, and Blue Chew can help you, and we got a special deal for our listeners. You try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code WIVES at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code WIVES, to receive your first month free. Just visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information, and of course, we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring our podcast. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Christmas is finally behind us, but are you dreading those credit card bills headed your way? Well, here's a pro tip. Don't get stuck making minimum payments in the new year. Savewithconrad.com can help you get rid of your credit card debt just like that. Oh, and we're going to get you the best deal on a mortgage you've ever had. But how's this for starters? No payments until March. You don't need money out of your pocket or perfect credit. So find out how much money you can save for free right now at savewithconrad.com. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and I have something incredible for you to try. Chicken Snacks and Snack Smart Crispy Protein Bites by Physically Fit Nutrition. We have chicken protein and plant protein. You choose. They're incredible. 11 different flavors, including cinnamon swirl, sriracha, buffalo wing and blue cheese, cheese pizza, sour cream and onion, just to name a few. You can get them in our family-sized 7-ounce serving bag, or our two-ounce single-serve packages. Go to physicallyfit.com to order yours. Use promo code ANGLEPOD20 to get 20% off your first order, or you can sign up on our website to be a lifetime member and get 20% off not just for your first order, but forever. Try them. You're going to love them. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Now, Giovanna... When you move in with Kurt, was there any discussion of leaving Pittsburgh or did you guys know we want to stay in this general area? You know, that's that's really hard because um, whenever I met Kurt, I was I was like, what? I mean, not met him, but when I moved in, I was like, what? I think like 24. So I always went with the flow, you know, like I just took chances. So Mm -hmm. I love Florida. Even whenever I was 15 years old, like my parents, they had a vacation house down there in um, Hollywood. And we always went there. Like my dad worked like he, he saved his um, sick days. So he always took two weeks off and, um, and, 
in February. So we took two weeks off of school. We got all our homework. So, but there's something about Florida that made me like, it was like a second home. So it was easy for me to move there. And I always loved Florida. I always loved, like I'm able to go outside and do something no matter Mm -hmm. what the, the month is. I'm not a winter person. I'm sorry, I'm not a winter person. I don't ski. I, I. It's funny because uh, me and Kim, or no, no, me and Kurt, we grew up the same way. Like he was like, we were watching this thing. He was like, hey, did you ski? And I was like, man, we were like, we were like too poor to do the skiing situation. Like right. we did like that was like what the rich people did when we were younger. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we never did that too because his family was laborers and my my dad was a CEO and he did uh. Uh, he was, um, uh, he, uh, what is it? Correction officer? No, yeah, correction officer, but he was also a bricklayer. Uh, so like, you know, and he had like uh, eight kids to support. So we didn't, we weren't able to do the ski thing and the snowboard thing, you know, seven spring. Yeah. Uh, so we, so we weren't like, we just weren't snow people. Like Pittsburgh is a season. Like you gotta enjoy yeah. the summer, the spring, the fall, the winter, what do we do during winter? We never skied. We never did any of that stuff. And I feel bad for like my kids because there's times where it's such a good fucking snow day and I hate the snow. And I don't think about, Hey, we, it, it, we should go sled riding. I'm an asshole. I'm a fucking <laughs> asshole. But during the summer, we're never home. We're swimming. We're at the pool. We're, so it's right. like, what's my personality it, you know what i mean like i just don't and then i feel bad and there's times i tell you the hot like, weather yeah i need the hot weather and let I'm me ask you this have the mad. kids expressed wanting to move at any point to either of you like have any at any point did any of your kids be like hey it would be cool if we moved to missouri or florida or anything like that my kids they didn't really want to go i kind of convinced them with a dog that <laughs> 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 kind of bribe them. We'll get a dog and it'll, it'll everything will be okay. But they like the four seasons. Like I like the four seasons. We like oh, yeah. to go outside and sled. Like we had snow here a couple of days ago and yeah. I hooked, I hooked up um, the kids two sleds, these two uh, LL bean tubes. Right. And I, I put them on the back of our golf cart. Now we were doing donuts in our street and I'm whipping them through and I got such cute videos of it, of like them sitting on the sleds as I'm pulling them and like I'm hitting like the sides of the snow banks and stuff and they're flipping off. It was, it's so much fun. I love this. I, I called Kim and she was like, I got to get out of my fucking snow pants. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love like, so it's, it's weird. I love the snow. I don't like when it's cold for no reason. If it's like 10 degrees and just brick for Bangor no Maine. reason, I hate it. I hate it. But if it it's snowy, awful. I like to play in the snow. There was a the year There was a year where from December 16th to January 16th, it never got above one degree Fahrenheit. Wow. And, and it was, I had a little Honda Accord, a 2007 Honda Accord, and it was horrible just awful <laughs> awful mm-hmm. what about you Jeevan? have the kids ever expressed to you like hey mom like it would be cool to move somewhere else or is pittsburgh that's you know, they're, so, they're so young yeah. oh joseph this kid wants to move to florida he mm. he likes riding his bike he's like an outdoor he's a great like, athlete he's he's a he's yeah. a good athlete <laughs> he's he's um i'll try to put a chip on his shoulder that he already needs um 
but it's the kids are still young and that's why it's harder for me because Juliana like they love Florida they love because it's fun we go there you know what I mean but they love Pittsburgh because they don't mind the cold I it's me they love playing outside in the cold I'm all like it's too I'm such an asshole. See, Kim, you just made me feel like an asshole even more. All right, I need to just buy some snow boots. I need to just need to bundle up and go I out. I need to bundle up, get my ass yeah. out there. Yes, that's probably the one thing that I do need to just fucking just do. I just need to do it. Um, if you're just- warm, then you'll be good. I promise. I know. I need to. I need to play in the game. snow as long as you want. That's another thing. Mm. My kids get so mad at me because I'm the mother who's always like, and even to their friends, I'm like, put a hat on, put gloves on. You got to be bundled, put layers, da 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 da. Like, and I'll that was yell at Elba to a T. So I get that. Really? <laughs> oh my, oh god. my god! My they oh make my. fun of me so much, and like their friends, Anthony's friends will be over, and these kids live in shorts, mm-hmm. and it's I. Every kid now wears shorts all winter yep. with a sweatshirt. Make you so up, like- and I'm like, it's 12 degrees outside. <laughs> Go put on sweatpants, put a vest at least, put a hat on, put gloves. I'm like, and Anthony's always yelling at me. He's like, Ma, I don't want to be bundled up. I'm like, but you'll be more comfortable <laughs> if you are. And it's always, that's like always the case. He'll, if, if I'm not around, he's like, and then Randy will tell him, he's like, Aunt, haven't you learned yet? Tell him you'll put the fucking coat on. Put the coat on. Take it off and leave it on this on the chair outside. And I'm, I'm like, don't tell him that. Well, well, I've, I've come from the Florida weather, and I'm back up here, and you know I'll go out there to walk the dog, and I'm I'll I'll have like long pants on, but like I'll go out in in a short sleeve shirt or something because I'm just used to that, and I have like this pea coat that I wear everywhere, so I'll throw that over. My mom's like, you're gonna get a cold. Like you you, you aren't aren't you cold? I'm like. I'm like nearly 30. Like, just give me right. like, 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 like some reprieve. Like I, I've made it this far. And she's just a perpetual worrier. And uh, uh, that's me um, with the cold. Mm-hmm. I got like a thing for it. I don't know why. But I told so, Joseph, it has to look at the, I said, look at the temperature. Me and Kurt made this thing. We said, look at the temperature. If it's under 50 degrees, you got to wear a heavy jacket. We, we try to like make like 50. I don't know. We just made it up. This right, is not, okay. this is our arbitrarily, new fifty degrees. Uh, Dude, we don't know. We just made this whole. We're like making our own rules because right. he, he's like, "Mom, everybody wears sweatshirts. They don't wear heavy jackets." And I'm sitting here and I look at Kurt. I'm like, "What are we supposed to do?" And he's like, "I don't know." So, <laughs> but there's times where it's like still chilly, but it like I don't know. But Kurt said the same fucking thing that Randy said. He's like, he's like, if you were smart enough. <laughs> You would just do what she says, but whenever you go and just take it off and put it in your book bag, bro. Like, yeah. like that's what I did with my mom. Yeah. So, so <laughs> same fucking thing. So, so you you both have kind of talked about how you come from your own background, and and maybe that plays into where you would go, what you would want to do. But mentally, getting yourself prepared for a move is really, really difficult. It's really difficult for a lot of different reasons. Even if it's just a local move, like Giovanna, if you're moving from one side of Pittsburgh to another or something like that, there are mental things you have to prepare yourself. In your guys' experiences, how have you gone through that process and maybe how have you walked your families through that? Uh, 
Go ahead, G. <laughs> I mean, like the the funny part is, is that we actually moved across the street. We lived oh, in. Wow. in okay. <laughs> to God, not across, not across, but it was like nearby. Yeah, near, like two minutes. Yeah. Like two yeah. minutes. We uh we wanted to get out of this house because this is when the market was like low, and we needed to get out of this house. It was huge, and um we knew it would be easier to to sell this house because we live in a community with family and it'll be it, the, the house, the house is his neighborhood just like goes like that. So this was supposed to be a temporary, but like I still remember. And I actually said this to Renee through texting. I moved while Kurt was, we, Kurt was actually still in fucking TNA when this happened. So Kurt was traveling like crazy. We sold, sold the house, but he wasn't even there. I just had Sophia seven days after we fucking moved. No way. And I had the flu. So I was in the office signing papers with the, wow. with the flu. And I went into our house, which it was smaller because it was it was just easier. Like we could put on the market. We could sell it like that because it was just this is a family with, you know, middle class. It's perfect to just easy sell. Um, but we moved into a small house and it was just all boxes everywhere. And I had Juliana, who was a one year old. I had a newborn and I melted like I was like, what am I? Kurt's not home. I, it was the most stressful fucking thing. It's seven days. Seven days we had to move that house. And yeah. most, you know, Kurt with his fucking trophies, like we still have our storage. So uh, trophies, everything that was all in storage, a whole storage of Kurt's memorabilia, for goodness sakes. Of He has more memorabilia of like his real shit, like his, um, his trophies, his medal, his like like pictures of him, magazines. He, his mom collected all the stuff and he just kept it. That's but, awesome. but it was so hard and thank God. And I'm giving props to the Soretis. Love them. They live across the street. That's actually Sophia's um, godparents. And I came in my house and I cried. And she was like, listen, all you have to do, the first things that you have to do is make sure that your kid, your kitchen stuff is out mm -hmm. meaning your silverware your plates good advice and your bath stuff good advice after that everything will slowly put to place yep. stuff that you need put it out see and here's, she, here's the she, problem with that g some of us are procrastinators like myself <laughs> and, and our mary poppins she is not she's like the I have some stuff. I was on the phone with you when I was doing my drive from Florida up to Jersey. I have some stuff that I just took out of my car yesterday. And like, like I am sitting downstairs right now and I am like, you know, when you just know something is lingering in the back of your head, you're like, I should really do that. And no, it might get done today. Yeah. To say it might not, but, but that's great advice that they gave you. It was the best advice ever. I it, it, she was right, and she was right, and she seriously, it she was like everything will be okay. Just make she and it's so. But she's such a sweet oh, Joanne. She's the most. Oh my god! Shout out to uh, Joanne. Joanne, go Joanne, man. She literally. I was. I had a newborn, and I went downstairs, and she was putting my silverware away, and she. Oh, she, that's awesome! Oh my god, to have someone like that in your life, like I will never forget the stuff that she's done for me. Like it's just to have somebody that wasn't like blood and she, like just being there for you when you mm -hmm. need them the most. Yeah, it was so important. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Take, take me through the emotions that you experienced when you were leaving New York for Missouri, because I have felt. 
a lot of emotions when I've done my cross country moves. I imagine with you having grown up in New York and spent pretty much your entire life there, that had to be pretty heavy. Yeah, it was. Um, someone had said to me once years ago, they were like, you should never die in the same place you were born. Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks. So I was like, but that makes, but it makes sense to me because it, and the reason you got fucking 60 more years to worry about moving. You're fine. Um, but it, it makes perfect sense because it feels like you don't, you, you haven't lived if you've never lived anywhere else. It's a fair point. Grew up, right. It's true. So you got to fucking leave the nest, like the real nest. And so I was super excited to go and just start this whole new chapter of life. And But I was terrified at the same time because my husband was going to work four days a week. And here I am in this brand new town with three kids that don't know anybody and, you know, me trying to help them make friends and connections. And meanwhile, like I over. Yeah. Like I, Giovanna knows this. Like I just found a group of girls, women here that I hang out with finally after six years. And it's all because like, you know, I've known all of these women through school through the kids through school and it was always, hi, how are you? And talked and did the school parties and, you know, basketball games and whatnot. But now it's like, you know, yo, let's go out and go to eat or let's go hang out or let's go to somebody's house. And, but that's also new. And that's because mm -hmm. they all thought that I was like, traveling all the time and didn't have the time and this and that meanwhile i'm just like home bored and lonely i learned that lesson you have to put yourself out there you have to and yeah it can be really difficult to put yourself out there like so for example when i lived in florida i went through a couple really bad breakups and when i went through those it's not like i had a ton of friends down there right like yeah. like in my station that i worked at it was a, a top 12 TV market. So a lot of the people you're working with are a lot older. They've been in TV for a really long time and stuff. So like here I am in my mid twenties and most people are in their like late forties, mid fifties, sixties. So finding friends can be really difficult when you have a move and you have to find ways to put yourself out there. Yeah. Kim, Kim, because you were Randy's wife, didn't that make it harder for you to find friends? 100% and it was a lot of it was yeah it, it's so hard Did anybody kiss yeah. your ass well and so you have that right and then it's like you don't know you don't really know why people want to be your friend mm -hmm. because at first it's like people wanted to talk to me and be my friends but like one of the first things out of their mouth was oh well you know I'm a big fan mm -hmm. of Randy's and oh you know we watched since you know forever and oh randy this and randy that and there would be a lot of randy questions and i'm oh. like yeah you're not trying to hang out with me yeah to hang out with me like you know you you want to like come sit in my kitchen and get a glimpse of my husband if he wants of, of all of this right but 
So that, that was really hard. I think my kids too, like they didn't bring other kids around for a long time mm -hmm. because they were worried, like, you know, do they want to hang out with me because Randy Orton's my stepdad or do they want to hang out with me? You know, Kim, but, did they call him Randy Orton? The friend? Uh, uh no. I made a rule in my house. I yeah. made a rule in my house. I said, you call him Mr. Angle. Just like yeah. you said. So I made a rule. So I was like, the way you look at other people's dads, you look at, you know, Joseph. Yeah. Like, so it's like making him normal. It's making him human. And I'm just like, just phrasing because they'd be like, hey, Kurt Angle. I'm like, no, it's Mr. Angle, honey. And they'd be like, oh, so just saying those words. Normalizes it. Yes, it turned him into a man. It turned him into right. a father. It turned him into Joseph's dad or Juliana's dad. So I had to, and then after that, seriously, after that, it slowly, it, it, it was like, it felt comfortable. Like but how were the kids' parents? How did they act with him? The kids' parents? Yeah, like your friends. I really don't. Kids. Uh, oh, so, like your, so your kids' Joseph, friends' parents. So crazy, Joseph's Joseph's friends. I never, I never met the parents. Um, he's he's only been here for a few years, and it was it was hard enough for him to make friends because of his language barrier. So, um, so he's starting to make friends, which is awesome. Um, he has a friend that lives down the street. He's always been over because of Dominic, my nephew Dominic. So it was like Dominic was his first real friend. And then um, my nephew and then Dominic already had friends. So it was easy for me to collide those groups of people with Joseph. Juliana, it's different because Kurt traveled a lot. So they didn't see Kurt as much. They saw me. And then, then I made it like I never really talked about Kurt. So it was easy for them to get comfortable around Kurt. Like, oh, Kurt. And you got to go, remember, Kurt is for like fucking Pittsburgh. You could see him. So locally, I feel like people locally, they're like, hey, there's Kurt Angle. But it's like, okay, it's Kurt Angle. But if we went like in the city or anything, mm -hmm. it's more like, oh, there's Kurt Angle. So it's just like people around here are just, it's, it's, it's used to him. Yeah, it's used to yeah. him, you know. So it's more of a, they respect him around our my community over here. So thank God, you know. You talk about normalizing, and I think that's great because I want to kind of put a bow tie on this. How did you guys help normalize your family to your respective moves? Giovanna, obviously, it's a short move babies. for you, but but you know, sometimes, or, or even how would you plan to normalize? Should you make a move, Kim? You had to do that. Um, I know for me, normal finding your new normal is really difficult, yeah. and it's something that you have to kind of rectify your past with, and accept that this is something new for you. But even now, I'm I'm back living in Jersey where I grew up, and I'm I feel so out of wax because it doesn't feel normal for me. Yeah, I. I, this feels normal for me now yeah. and this feels normal for the kids now. And I know that like Mike is living in New York right now, but I know he misses Missouri now like crazy. Um, Anthony, it's funny. He, I give him a little bit of shit because he's actually now he's been living in Missouri longer than he lived in New York. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. So now I say to him, I'm like, Aunt, you're like a Missouri kid now. You're not even a New Yorker anymore. And he almost cries when I say that. He's like, no, I'm not, Mom. From New York. I'm New York. And I'm like, Aunt, I go, you, you live in Missouri now longer. And he goes, <laughs> and he always refers back to The Undertaker, which is hysterical. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Aunt. You got to say I'm Anthony from Missouri. And he goes, why, Ma? Is the Undertaker really from the depths of hell? <laughs> <laughs> Death Valley, baby. Oh, that is Death my Valley. Right. Right. <laughs> that is- he's like, no. No. My poor. My- Anthony, though. Like, okay, so Michael and Rob. Yeah. Like, Michael has an accent still, right? A little bit. Yeah. Rob, Rob, not really. Anthony, it's funny. His friends think he has an accent. (laughs) Well, so he always says, ma, ma, ma. And everybody's like, mom, mom. I say ma all the time. Ma. Yeah, he's a big ma kid. Um, And there's a couple of words that he says. I think he tries to sound a little more New York. (laughs) (laughs) He's overcompensating. Yeah. Then he really does because, but my kids still make fun of the way I talk. So, hmm. you know, that it's never going to leave me everywhere I go in Missouri. Everybody's like, oh, where are you from? Where are you from? I'm like, ah. Oh. And that's one of the reasons why my accent bothers me. And, and you know, Giovanna, when, when Kim was saying that whole thing about like, oh, you should die in a different place than when you're born and whatnot, it's funny because when I was up in Maine, you know, Maine's a super small town vibe everywhere you go. And I would have kids, the state basketball tournament was the biggest thing in the world up there. The whole state shuts down for the high school state basketball tournament. Holy shit. And <laughs> oh, yeah, it's insane. It's a totally just different way of life than anything. The whole state, they literally get off school for it. It's wild. Wow. And are they known for the, the lighthouses? Yes, beautiful lighthouses oh, on the coast. Okay. Great <laughs> place to vacation. Um, but anyway, so. I would go interview kids after they'd win a championship and they'd be like high school. These are the best days of your life. And I'm like, holy shit. If high school was the best days of my life, then what the hell did I do? Right. Like, like, right? Like, <laughs> I do? But like, cause they will never leave the state. They will vacation in Maine. They won't even leave Maine for vacation. So for someone that has lived in the, you know, Pennsylvania, your entire life, is that really something that weighs on you that you would like to try something new at some point in your life? Here, here's There's thing. nothing wrong with saying no, by the way. I'm just curious. I love Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. I there, you see. It's just like everybody. I, this is what scares me. Every single time I talk to people that lived in Pittsburgh, they said there's ne- like you would never find a place like Pittsburgh. I don't, I, and I'm just like, what is it? They're like, I don't know. It's just, you will know. So it scares me. It scares me because people are so like, like so hardcore Steeler fans, you know, like Mario Lopez's wife is like, she lives in California. She, she's born in Pittsburgh and you see her always saying like, four, one, two. like she's just like, so there's just something about Pittsburgh. I'm going to re- if we don't live, I mean, I didn't travel. I was like, I met Kurt whenever I, w- I traveled a lot for like a week or like I traveled, but I never lived anywhere else. Like I sure. never lived anywhere else. So I probably will hopefully one day when, you know, whenever the kids get older, we can probably get like a vacation house. I'm trying to get this little, 
this little shit over here to get a vacation house near me somewhere. So I, one day we will. And it's always one something day. you can wean into, right? Like you don't have to yeah. jump head first into it. By That's anything. true. That's true. I just want to make sure that I just no regrets. I know obviously everybody's going to have a regret with something, you know, right. but, um, but I just want to make sure like, I love, I mean, I love Pittsburgh. It's just the win. Like I'm starting to feel like one day, like right now we're in February. So I like one day was like 50, 60. So I'm like, Oh my God, it's starting. To get and then me. it's 20. Yeah. And then and it's, it's 20. Yeah, and I'm like, so. I hate Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought it was like, okay, I can, I can live here. Like it always happens. I can live here. It's starting to get warm. And then next day snow. And I'm like, I just lock myself in a room. I'm like, I don't even want to leave. Hey, listen, we're all adults here, right? And I know some of us choose to use nicotine in order to relax or focus or just even unwind after a long day. Well, I'm here to tell you about Lucy. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults. We're looking for the best and most importantly, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's 2022. Let's get up with the times, my friends. This is a new nicotine product that I'm telling you, you can feel good about. Uh, personally, my grandmother for the longest time looked for a way to switch to nicotine alternatives and a product like Lucy can help you find just that. It'll save you so much stress, so much time. And if you enjoy using nicotine, you can find Lucy's products very easily. Lucy.co. That's Lucy.co and use promo code WIVES at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code WIVES. Time to tell you about something I'm super passionate about, protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com, but to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit goliathlife.com. And I mean right now. And just personally, I've lost two friends in their 40s this past year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. Goliath Life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath Life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath Life is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. 
Hey, I just want to take a moment and remind you that you're listening to this podcast in coordination with the Podcast Heat Network. Podcast Heat features shows from all around the spectrum, ranging from sports to wrestling to politics to lifestyle and everything in between. And it's the fastest growing podcast network in all the world. So why not get in on that fun? You can learn how your business can be part of the Wives of Wrestling podcast. Just log on to podcastheat.com and click on the show. That's podcastheat.com. Hey, Kim, do you miss, like, if, if, if Randy right now, I'm putting you on the fucking spot, girl. If Randy right now said, let's move to New York, what would you say? I have always wanted to have a loft in New York. <laughs> so uh, if, if he says to me, let's get a loft in the city, I'm down. <laughs> it would be a good thing where you go back and forth. Yeah. So we were there for Brooklyn's birthday mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. I saw you. Yeah, yeah. That was so freaking. That's awesome. And oh, and she got to go in the ring, and everybody in Brooklyn sang happy birthday to her. It was the cutest thing. Um, but the pe- like having so many people around, not a big fan of anymore. Um, oh, just traffic, <laughs> traffic. I couldn't deal with that anymore. You know, there's never traffic here, dude. I never dealt with a single traffic jam in the three years I lived in Maine. It was unbelievable that I moved to Orlando, which is one of the most congested areas in the world. Oh, I was my just gosh. Like, it sucks so bad. Oh, it's, it's horrible. It's, You're yeah, a Missouri yeah. girl now. Yeah, I, I just couldn't But do she's right. Traffic. Once you get a taste of that, you're like, yep, that's it. Like, I went fucking Christmas shopping here literally like two days before Christmas. And I wasn't like online for an hour so it was just empty it was so amazing so awesome yeah it's really amazing i i like not having to deal with the crowds anymore unless you know i want to go do something but could i live in the city i could live in new york city when my kids are all grown and out that's fair yeah that's fair so what's one piece of advice as we wrap this conversation that each of you would give to everyone out there who's considering a move, whether it's local or long, whatever it may be. It's going to be stressful, but it's going to be worth it. I think, I think change is awesome. I love change. I'm a spur of the moment kind of girl. And like, I, I just feel like everyone needs to take a chance. You could always go back. Yeah. to wherever yeah. it is that you want to go. I did. <laughs> but like, like, right. Right. But like, aren't you glad you went? You know, it's an adjustment and I'm I'm still working on it, but I think ultimately I will be, yes. Yeah. Um, I really do believe that. Giovanna, what about you? Well, I was going to say patience, but I had patience for the past years. <laughs> <laughs> Just have patience and you will go, you'll go crazy like me. Um, you know what? Just go with the flow. I mean, move if it's right. You got to do what's best for you. You got to do what's best for your family. Um, and take chances. That's yeah. basically yeah. it. Take chances. Here's my biggest piece of advice. Ooh. Be prepared because, um, I- I'm going to tell you guys this story here before we move on to our game. Uh, I just did the move from Orlando and my apartment complex that I lived in. It's not the kind of place that you could just like put furniture out and be like, Hey, anyone who wants this, come get it. Like they didn't have that uh, availability to do something like that. So, 
I listed all my furniture because I didn't want to drag it all back to Jersey. I just wanted to kind of get rid of it. And um, I had commitments from a friend of mine that he was going to like get all my stuff. And I was like, great. He ended up completely no showing me just straight up. No show. He went dark on me. He's no longer a friend of mine. Um, And so I was up the night before I was moving until two in the morning, trying to get random people on Facebook marketplace to come get my stuff. It was insanity. I had people come at 2 a.m. to pick up my furniture. So uh, be prepared, have backup plans, because anything can go wrong in a move. So always be prepared. That is uh, my piece. You think you could always, yeah, I don't think you could uh, be 100% prepared for anything like that, though. Just have a plan B, C, D. Just breathe. Right. (laughs) Just breathe. Everything will be okay. Just breathe. That's right. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. Good stuff there, ladies. Good stuff. You want to have some fun? Let's play some uh, It's True, It's True Arcane now. <gasps> My dolls. <gasps> Kim, Kim, did you pick a fucking doll? Where is it? Where is that doll? No, I brought it. Okay. <laughs> Where's that doll? I got, a, I got a mini bar over here. <laughs> this game is very over, by the way. Everyone loves it. Everyone's into it's true. It's, it's fun, right? It's yes, so everyone's fun. Into it's it. so fun. Um, guys, I got Kim a doll. Yes, which we debuted on the Renee Paquette interview. You found them. Yeah. Let me show everyone. That boy, his toy back, Kim. Wait, show Randy, Randy still has on Kurt's uh, gold gold medal. <laughs> he put, he put it on him himself. So I'm leaving it on. Sorry, Kurt. Take a picture and send it to him. He'll die. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. So you know the rules, guys. Basically, uh, all you got to do, you tell me if it's true or false. It's true. It's true. Hold up that Kurt doll. If it's false, RK, no. Hold up the Randy doll. Right now, Giovanna Angle is 2-0 and in this game. So we'll see if she can keep up her undefeated streak. Undefeated streak. She is yes, the man. undertaker of it's true, it's true, RK, no. So, And I'm going to be um, the Brock. You're going you're gonna to be the one and two and I'm gonna, one? I'm going to break the streak. Okay, let's do it. Right, were, were either of you got you weren't there, Giovanna. Kim, were you there when the streak ended? Yes. I was there yes. too. Was and if there. any sporting event I've ever been to in my life, I have never seen collective silence like that one Did moment. you was, see that? It was crazy. It was insanity. Crazy. Insanity. Everyone's All right. Fucking on the floor. Let's do this as you just picked up another bead there. We are, by the way, we are killing it here. I don't know if you guys can see this. So we're going to do a count. Here we go. The more episodes that we do, guys, the more comfortable we're going to be. You're going to We're running out of beads, quite frankly. So the uh, Italian is just going to be flowing out. That's right. (laughs) All right. Ready? Here we go. Question number one Kurt Angle was an honorary Team USA wrestling member in the 2008 Olympics. It's true, it's true, or RK, no. Wait, you got to repeat it. Oh, and I'll repeat it. I, I need, listen, also, you got, we got to do like, ready, set, go. No okay. switching. I'll, I'll do a three, two, one, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Okay, shit. Kurt Angle was an honorary Team USA wrestling member in the 2008 Olympics. Three, two, Fuck one. Me. So you say it's true, it's true. Both of you say it's true, it's true. Giovanna gets a green for for uh, the little swear there. Uh, but you are actually both incorrect. It is RK No. Uh, what was it? He, 
He was a Team USA honorary member, but it was the 2012 Olympics. Oh, wow. Not 2008. I, you got to. These are the small details here. Yeah. In yeah. This, so. God damn it. Okay. Here we go. All right. Uh, question two. Randy Orton has won money in the bank once. It's true. It's true. Or RK. Ready? No. Ready? Three, two, one. RK. No. So you both say RK. No. Uh, Kim, how many times has he won it? <laughs> two. Well, you're both wrong because he has only won it once. Yeah, it's right. true. Kim, if we get a tie for losing, okay. losing, right? We got zero. We'll points. do a tiebreaker. Oh, at that point, okay. okay. I'm All right. Question out. number three. You're both over two here. Wait, I'm sweating. Okay, we got this. We got to get Giovanna and I'm sweating T-shirt because that's why I don't um, wear a sweater. 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 No sweater, even in the sweater weather. Um, okay, so we have established that Randy Orton has won one money in the bank. One okay? money in the bank. God damn it. So here's question number three. And I was with him. Oh. Randy Orton cashed in that money in the bank against Triple H at SummerSlam 2013. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay, so one of you is correct. The other is wrong. <laughs> Giovanna says it's true. <laughs> Kim says RK no. So, Kim, you say it's false. So, who did he cash in against? Oh, that means he's right. Daniel Bryan? No. Kim is correct. It was no! Daniel Bryan. Yes! It was not. Yes! It was not. Wait, Triple H. Only three questions. Triple I H. No, there's five. There's five. Okay. okay. Triple H was the special guest referee in that match. Yeah. Okay. And that was the beginning of the authority. Why well, am I taking this so serious? My husband was in a lot of groups, that guy. All right, ready? Two more questions, and they're both Kirk questions. Here we go. <gasps> Since we're dealing with this money in the bank theme, okay. I figure we stay uh, with it. Goodness. Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, was never in a money in the bank ladder match. It's true or RK no? Three, okay. two, one. RK no. Oh no! Put that back there. <laughs> <laughs> so you both say RK no. You both would be incorrect. <laughs> he has never been in a Money in the Bank ladder. Man. He hasn't. I what? thought that was it. Had. I thought that was it. Like he he was never. Yeah, and you said false. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I... <laughs> All right, so we got I one more here. I could have won Here's... that one. So here's the deal. So it's one nothing with one to go. So Giovanna, you can send us to a tiebreaker here if you get this one correct. If not, Kim is picking up her first win here. She's going to be the Brock. So here we go. All right, ready? I'm giving it to you, Kim. Kurt Angle played a prison security guard in the 2013 movie Pain and Gain. I'll read that again. Kurt Angle played a prison security guard in the 2013 movie Pain and Gain. Wait, who Three? who was wait, wait, what? wait. What? More detail of the, the, the movie. The, the movie is painting game. The rock. Oh, is that the rock? Oh, the rock I know. Yes, yes. Okay. So again, wait, the question wait, is true or false? True. Is this like security guard? Kurt Angle played a prison security guard in the twenty thirteen movie Painting Game. Okay, right? we have to do this exactly at the same time. No cheating. Yes. Okay. okay. It's true or RK no. Three, 
two, one. She cheated. Okay. She cheated. No, no, she had, she had it in her hand. hand. She did not. She, she did not. She had it in her hand. hand. Came Hold up on. nothing. No, she had it in her hand. She was raised. She didn't change it. It, it was nothing in my hand. So, so Kim says it's true. Giovanna says it's false. Giovanna, if it's false, who? What did he play? He was a uh, like a prisoner, whatever you call it. He was in fact a prisoner, and you got that correct. Uh, he, he got his ass kicked by the rock in that. That was uh, pretty just incredible. don't blink. <laughs> so, so we are tied. So now oh, we're gonna go to tiebreakers, okay? Oh. And for our tiebreaking protocol, I'm making this up as we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, we are doing non-Randy and Kurt questions. Ooh, see, there you go. Ooh, okay, okay. I like this. Yes. So, here we go. Ready? It's true. It's true. RK, no. Hulk Hogan. Oh. Defeated Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 4. Uh, you fucking okay, you didn't I'm, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm giving you guys a second. I'm giving you guys a second to think about this, okay? I just want you to let it Hulk Hogan defeated Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 4. Okay. Wait a minute, how many Randys were there? <laughs> How many Randys were there? It, it doesn't go that way. That's not how we it do does. it. Here. It does. That, that, I promise one, you that's not how we one, do it. Okay. 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 All right. So Hulk Hogan defeated Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 4. Okay. Three, two, one. So one of you is correct. One of you is wrong. Is it Kim? The winner it of Kim? It's True, It's True, RK No. Is it Kim? Edition number three, Miss Giovanna Angles. <laughs> they had a double oh, DQ. They had a double DQ at WrestleMania 4. How did I cheat? At WrestleMania 3, Hulk Hogan famously slammed Andre the Giant in one. So if I had said three, Kim would have been correct. Uh, I thought but it was four, with a leg drop. But at four, Andre well, he did, he body slammed him and then hit him with the leg drop. Yeah, okay, okay. And the body slam is the the famous uh, thing. Right. But at four, they had a rematch and they went to a double DQ. So, wow. uh, you know, Giovanna reaching into her bag of deep wrestling knowledge there. She's uh, fucking googling it. She got her <laughs> phone right oh, yeah. there. I googled, googled it. it. I googled it. Show me a search. Okay. Right. So, text. Um, <laughs> we have set a record here. With our swear jar. This is unbelievable. Um, there's a lot I, of blue. There's a lot of blue. There is very much a lot of blue in here, too. But uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, right, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36. <laughs> yeah, uh, Giovanna Angle is our winner. Uh, or our Yay! Loser for the so you, you, are, you are the undertaker of the swear jar. Hey, how you, so, how you doing? How you doing? This Where was a fun going? episode. I really enjoyed this one. It was such a sweet toast that you gave us at the beginning. So yeah. I think it's apropos that you give us a farewell toast here. So, All right. <laughs> <Enjoy>. <laughs> a quote of the week. This is our John Cena quote of the week. So, Giovanna Engel. What does John have to say to us here? John. I'm going to say it in my New York accent. No, I'm doing that. 
We can often get caught up in moments and under or overestimate our ability. Know thyself. Oh, he said thy. Know thyself and constantly aim slighter above that capacity. I like that. Cheers to you three ladies here. Oh, shit. Love you guys. (laughs) I didn't get my shot. (laughs) She be be going deep with the shots, too. I I mean, like, I'm kind of cheating with the little half shots. All right. Ready? Oh, he got his wine out. All right. Ready? I'll guzzle. Oh, fuck. I have to do this. So my head thing. (sighs) Tasty. That was fun. Good stuff there, ladies. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I'm I, I, it's, uh, I'm having the best time doing this show. People are really loving it. My favorite I just compliment. I down and I seen my dolls. My husband will be happy. He's the one on top. It's they make crazy. a lot of they make a lot of little like um pictures and edits of, of Randy and John doing some rather risque things. So just well, made me think of this. <laughs> Sorry. My favorite compliment that I get from people is that they are like, I don't feel like I should love this show, but I absolutely love it. And and I think that is the coolest thing ever. Um, so thank you for being so authentically yourselves. And that does it for us here on episode three of the Wives of Wrestling podcast. Anything you guys would like to say as we bid farewell here? I just like to bid a one dick. One dick. One dick. See you Bye. next time. Bye.